0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2360, a fitness epic, your story of love, health, and self discovery, part one by Steve Kam of NerdFitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Happy Monday and welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness just like an audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, we have a bunch of shows narrating blogs. Just search for Optimal Living Daily to find all of them. Now, today's post is a bit longer than what I typically narrate. So, I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to the first half as we optimize your life. A fitness epic. Your story of love, health, and Self-Discovery, Part 1, by Steve Cam of nerdfitness.com. Your name is Megan, or Paul, or Peggy, or Michael. You're 20-something, or 30-something, and you're tired. Tired of another month of looking in the mirror and being unhappy. Tired of another night where you feel exhausted yet wonder why you couldn't get more done. Tired of getting burned by another weight loss scheme your friend told you about. It was wraps this time or weight loss pills, or the ab coaster. It doesn't matter. None of them have worked, and you're just freaking tired of it all. You just want to smile and feel good about yourself, and that hasn't happened since you were younger. But there's a teeny tiny part of you that doesn't want to give up yet. After all, why keep trying new schemes unless a part of you still believes you have a chance to turn things around? Finally, you let go of the idea that losing weight and feeling good about yourself is found in a pill or bottle, or in five minutes a day on a machine. So, you forget everything you've heard, and you just go for a walk. You figure that if Frodo can walk to Mordor, you can at least walk around the block. You strap on your old sneakers that don't get much use anymore, zip up your hoodie, and put one foot in front of the other. You make it approximately 20 feet before you start to breathe heavily, and you curse yourself for living at the bottom of a hill but you make it a whole half mile out and a half mile back. That wasn't the worst thing in the world, you tell yourself. And maybe you can do it again tomorrow. And you do. For the next two weeks, every morning, you get yourself to go for a mile walk. Because the changes are small, you don't notice them. You're just focusing on the walk that morning. Get through it and start your day. Then, on day 14, you realize that you're no longer huffing and puffing at the top of the hill. Wow. 14 days is the longest I've ever stuck with anything, you think. You don't notice any physical changes, but you feel like you've given yourself the equivalent of a high five. My life sucks right now and I hate my job, but I have a partner who loves me and at least I did something for two weeks straight. Feeling victorious and like something's working, you decide you're going to keep doing that something, at least for now. What's the equivalent of a walk in my diet, you ask yourself? So you swap out your Coke at lunch for water. Water for sugar. That's got to be a step in the right direction, right? One day, when you're getting dressed, you notice something. You look down and notice your pants fit a little looser. You wonder if that could have actually been the soda. You make a note to research soda and negative health effects when you get to work that day. Work still sucks, but that's okay. It's supposed to. You rush home to your significant other to tell them the good news about your clothes fitting better. They give you that half-hearted, oh, that's great, honey, response, which kind of pisses you off, until you realize that last time, the wraps, shakes, and diet pills, you were also this excited. Although you feel different, they don't see it that way yet. So you just keep doing what you're doing, hoping they'll come around eventually when they see that you're serious this time, hoping what you're doing is actually making a difference to get attention hoping that your efforts will matter enough in the real world to be real to someone else. Another month of walking and water, and you have to buy a new pair of pants. While in the mall, you see people in the gym and hope someday you can look like them. They look the part and act the part, using the equipment and wearing yoga pants. And not because they're fat pants either, but because they look great in them. You wonder when that stage happens. In your research about sugar, you bookmarked it and only just now got around to it, you stumble across a workout online. A bodyweight workout that doesn't seem too bad. One that you can do at home. So, you give it a go that night. Your partner gives you a strange look when you go into the backyard and attempt to do the workout. You get through half of a set before you collapse in a heap. Holy crap, I'm exhausted. But at least I tried. Two days later, you're so sore that walking down the stairs is a chore you decide to reward yourself with that giant soda for lunch. Your brain is overwhelmingly happy after a few weeks without it. Oh, how I've missed you, sweet nectar of the gods, it says. But something feels slightly off with the rest of your body. I wonder what that feeling was, you ask yourself. At this point, you've developed a little sense of accomplishment, and you're in uncharted territory. This is normally the point where you would have given up in the past, but this time, you want to keep going. Somehow, you muster up the courage to get back in the backyard for another attempt at that stupid exercise routine and manage to get through one full set. You go inside with a little pep in your step and a buzz that you're unfamiliar with. Progress, even the smallest bit, it turns out, is exciting. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled A Fitness Epic. Your story of love, health, and self-discovery by Steve Cam of nerdfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Imagine you're climbing a long flight of stairs. You have to get to the top of the staircase. After about 10 stairs, you start to feel like you're never going to get there, that you're never going to make it to the top. So you stop for a moment to catch your breath and look back. You see that you're no longer at ground zero, but take a moment to accept the fact that you're about 10 feet above the ground now. You may feel tired at the moment, but you gather yourself, and aim to climb another 10 stairs. After those 10 stairs, you stop and look back again. The ground looks so far away now. You're making progress. When it comes to our health goals, we need to take a moment to stop and reflect on our progress, just like looking back when we're climbing a staircase. Sometimes we're so focused on making it to the top of the stairs, again, a metaphor for our ultimate goal, that we forget to pat ourselves on the back for the progress we've made. Because as Steve said in today's post, even the smallest bit of progress is exciting. We just need to take a moment to acknowledge it. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening every day and sharing the show with others. I'll be back here tomorrow to finish up this post. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.